1: So it's our second day at Zion, and we had just finished summiting Angel's Landing. And now you could get your t shirt. And now I could get my t shirt. Right. 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 I slipped, I fell, I
0: recovered. And all I got was this stupid t shirt. And all I got was this t shirt that I'm actually (laughs) actually very, very proud of. Mm -hmm.
1: you should be proud of it i am currently that t-shirt is at the dry cleaner because i wore it recently had just shaved my chest and i had cut myself a little bit and so i didn't realize that i was bleeding out of my pores onto it my own washing did not get rid of the blood Mm -hmm. stains so i could say like the blood stains were from like the moment where i fell and be really dramatic but i didn't get that t-shirt until after that moment no 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 Lies and deceit. Lies and deceit. We make our way back down all of the switchbacks that we spoke of at the beginning of Angel's Landing.
0: It's heavy traffic at this point. It's
1: very heavy traffic Mm -hmm. at this point. Going down switchbacks is a different kind of hard than going up switchbacks. Mm -hmm. And it can also totally drain your energy. Yeah. However, what I found as we were going down these switchbacks is that our energy was invigorated.
0: Oh, I think it was also just like, we like were, to borrow a phrase from Titanic, king of the world, totally. kings of the world. Um, so I think we queens were just like, of the queens world. of the world. I think we were really feeling, damn, we could do anything now. That was amazing. There were moments of terror, but it was, it was really incredible. We had like the whole day ahead of us, because I think and by the time the we got to the bottom, it was like maybe eleven. It was like, it was like yeah, a four hour like eleven four and eleven and a half hour hike, I feel like. We were like, you know what, Angels Landing
1: is gonna be a lot. Right. What we'll do after we're done, why don't we this is what we set. We right. We're like, we'll take the tram back to like the brewery or something, right. which is at the entrance. Have and lunch. and then we'll like get lunch or something. We'll like maybe we'll treat ourselves to a real lunch. Mm-hmm. We'll head back out and do another hike or something. Right. And then we get down to the bottom and I think both of us were sort of pondering this kind of scathingly brilliant idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was a brain share moment. And we were like, what if we do these five more trails in uh, a row? In a row. Yeah. And end back at the visitor center. Mm-hmm. And that is, this is exactly what-, what we did. <laughs>
0: National Park, follow, follow
1: you there. At the National Park, follow, follow you there. At the National Park, follow you, I'll follow you there. Follow follow you, So we were looking at essentially like five trails right in a row. Right. And they were all in order. Like they were in an order from, heading, back yeah, heading back from the visitor Angels center. Landing back to the visitor mm-hmm. center. Yeah. So the first trail that we jump on is... The Grotto Trail
0: and the Grotto Trail is a, a relatively flat sort of trail, just kind of like almost like a walking path between yeah, like a tram nature tram walk stops. Path Yeah, between tram That's stops, kind of along the road, but it's at certain points like a little bit more sheltered from the road. I think like avid hikers would be like, "Well, why did they even include
1: this? Why is right. this even called a trail?" But you know, it's some like a people, connecting trail. Some people can't do uphill or inclined trails, yeah. but I thought this Grotto Trail did give you really specific, interesting views of some very lovely vegetation. Right. along the way like some of it was I think covered it was also, some of it was
0: exposed I think it was also kind of grounding and a nice way to not just be like okay we're gonna get on the tram and like sit yeah. for a little bit it was a way for us to work off a little bit of the nervous energy from being up on Angel's Landing and be low to the ground and have a very easy transitional trail before we did four more afterwards before we did four more so the Grotto Trail is relatively short it didn't take a terribly long time for I us I think it's only like a mile long um, to get where we need to go, and that ended up being the lodge. So Zion Lodge is pretty far out in the, in the actual canyon is, of the park. It is, and it's a lodge that acts like a hotel mm-hmm. or lodge, like you can stay there. A lot there. of national parks have a lodge of some sort. Usually it's hard to get reservations, and it's a little bit more on the expensive side since you're staying within the park. But this was an incredibly beautiful, like well-maintained lodge with like a sweeping lawn. There were gigantic trees on this lawn. I just remember it was such a beautiful day. So everyone was kind of out on and the lawn. it was lawn, Easter Sunday. Kind of picnicking. Yeah, yeah, it was Easter Sunday. We went inside the lodge
1: and we had some snacks, but I right. think we bought like some additional like- yeah. uh, Cliff grown- bars cliff and bars stuff Cliff like bars and that. things
0: like yeah. that. I probably got a Diet Coke. Yeah, I the- <laughs> probably you mean I definitely got a Diet Coke. sure. Right, and then hooked up um, to the veins. Folks. We went, we
1: went, and sat in the lawn, yeah. on the lawn for mm-hmm. a while. Oh, it was like such good people watching. Oh, it was such good people it watching. Was real, real good. I remember there was this family with like a proper picnic basket. There was a little boy in the family who was wiling out. <laughs>
0: I it was really yeah, there were a lot of buses pulling into um, yeah. because that's the thing too is as much as you're not allowed to drive in the park and that trams do most of the work you can like if you're staying at the lodge I believe drive to the lodge and and park there yeah um, but you can't you're not supposed to access the roads otherwise exactly There's not parking necessarily for the main part of the canyon which we were in sitting in the lawn was
1: my first real taste of, like, the truly like diverse intersection that are the national parks, I remember sitting there, and there were families from all over the world. Yeah, you could hear so many languages being spoken sitting in that lawn. You heard it in the lodge. You heard it a little bit on the trails when we were headed down Angels Landing. Landing. Yeah, like you could hear lots of different languages. yeah, I was like, what are some of the languages that we heard? We heard German um, for sure, definitely German. I heard French, yep. Spanish. I think I heard Mandarin,
0: and yeah, lots of families from right everywhere. Right. Well, this was our first adventure too into national parks together, so I think it was that's where we really did first kind of see that intersection of the world with our national parks and, you know, how they are one of America's best ideas and as such a national treasure that so many people come to see them.
1: Do you know what else this showed to us was spotting fellow gays on the trail? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is really fascinating people watching. (laughs) Like when you're like, oh, wait, are they? Are they? Yeah. I don't know. Are they together? Yeah. Are they just friends? Are they just friends? Are they European? Uh, right. <laughs> right. It's hard. Right, it's, that's hard. Yeah, to that's a hard game. Pick out. Okay, right. Straight or European. Okay, let's straight play. Straight or European. <laughs> I think it could be or, beef. <laughs> uh, Boyfriend, <laughs> friend or European. Right. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. We played that a lot on the way down from Angel's Landing. Yeah, yeah. Sitting in that lawn was such a moment of recharge. Yeah, it was a good. It was the full recharge that I section. didn't know I needed mm-hmm. because when we got down off of Angel's Landing, we both were like, "Let's beast. Let's do it. Let's be beast." Right. But I'm really glad we had the foresight to be like, "Well, actually, as part of this, let's stop at this lodge and like make this a thing."
0: Did we? We did McDonald's breakfast that morning. Was this the first one? We did. One? Yeah, okay. We did McDonald's okay. breakfast so morning. So this was like definite like fuel up. It was like totally. four hours, four and a half hours of like some pretty intense hiking. So the opportunity to sit was nice. Knowing especially that we had laid out like a pretty hefty a adventure pretty, for us for yeah, the rest of the day. Adventure. Yeah, hefty adventure.
1: From here, literally across the road was the trailhead for
0: Emerald Pools. Now, with Emerald Pools, there is the lower pools and there's the upper pools. So we're separating those trails out. Some people just will consider it just one trail for Emerald Pools, but there is a lower pool trail and an upper pool trail. This one was also like really, really crowded. Like there was a lot of movement. This was extremely crowded.
1: Like this was the first time. I felt like we were in a crowded pedestrian city. Like, you know, like you're on the trail and you're like, you can't walk at the speed you want because there are a lot of people. You kind of have to, at least on this trail, go at the speed of the crowd because as you start to ascend the Emerald Pools Trail, I mean, it is sort of like a hilly nature trail for a little while. And it's sandy. And it's sandy. And then you start going up literally just like the side of the canyon on like an incline. And as you do that, you can't really go
0: around people. Mm
1: -mm. So you have to
0: just go at the whim of the speed that they're going. There's a lot of like brambles to the side. There was a lot of like underbrush that you were kind of passing through as you're going along this trail. A ton of families that were on the trail. The day was beautiful and it was pretty cool. But I just remember like for some reason getting on that trail it got really really warm do you remember it just like I getting do remember really it getting warm like so was like taking was off like layers layers whatever we had were like kind of like flying off so we were just in in t-shirts and things like that yeah they
1: were flying off they were just
0: flying like off. they would have in vegas yep had
1: we gone out that one yeah. night mm. totally
0: mm-hmm. right insert air grandmother horn. is over here <laughs> <laughs> We get to a point where we're on the trail, we cross over like a little bit of a waterfall. It is, it's, but the waterfall it's, I'm we sorry, underneath not, it. I'm sorry, we weren't we didn't cross over the waterfall. We crossed over like the riverbed, but it was very shallow. Yeah. Um, and that was a point I think we both stopped, took a lot of photos at that moment. Because you of, could see out really you could, far yeah, You had like, a, like, there. a really, really good view out into Zion Canyon from there. And it was like a really interesting sort of view too. There were a ton of people that also stopped at that point too. And then we there just were. kind were. of continue to meander. You continue to wind around and then you come to the side of like a cliff where you are basically traveling down. There's a railing. The pools are to your right. The lower pools are to your right. And it's actually a pretty wide arc that you have to take around the pool. As you're walking, you're kind of in an overhang situation there. And there is a cascading waterfall that that is coming down into that lower pool there. Now, these
1: are called emerald pools. Can we be very specific? Like, there is nothing really emerald about them. Right. They are just like it's water then the water is sort of you know murky looking and like there's some green vegetation around but i see the there's nothing like sort of like um crystal like green about the water that you see
0: right after you kind of wind through that you know wind around that first pool you end up heading back up and there were a few sections where you were heading up like natural stairs that were kind of carved into the the trail basically or there were stones that were placed there and you kind of come through, like, it was almost like a little slot canyon that we had to like walk oh, yeah, I up the stairs that were kind of, I don't even know if I would call it a slot canyon, but it was a very narrow, tight kind of space that you were I walking up I remember there was a
1: mother and her daughter fighting about a cell phone. <laughs> yes. And like that there wasn't signal right. and that they weren't going to be able to find somebody. Then they asked me to take a picture and I was like, well, I just want to continue being around this drama. So <laughs> I'm, I will take this photo for them. Right. Right. I didn't offer any advice. But my thing is like you're in a national park. Like your cell phone signal is probably not gonna be great, girl. Right, right. Like and if you lose somebody if you lose somebody you gotta Yeah.
0: You gotta have a meeting point. That's on you. Yeah. That's
1: on you. You gotta do the thing that we have to do. You have the meeting, you have the family meeting point. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then occasionally,
0: occasionally there will be good cell, cell phone signal mm-hmm. sometimes at the top of things. Yeah, yeah. So the trail itself was it was interesting considering like having done Angels Landing, which was you know a pretty intense hike, and then this doing felt the Grotto like a Trail
1: walk compared to Angels Landing. But I
0: do feel like there was still some challenge to it too. Oh, there certainly um, was. I mean, there but it was, was and it was interesting. The landscape was really, really gave you a lot. There
1: was a part when we got to the upper pools that I remember it was about to get very sandy. And my legs were just, like, really tired at that point. Yeah, jello legs. Total jello legs. And I could see that we still had more to go. And I just was like, all right, let's do this. And I just, like, beasted through this area. And then until we finally got, like, to the point of the upper pools.
0: Well, and the upper pools were interesting, too, because do you remember that it was craggy up towards the top? And also, this was also one of those situations where it was, like, Oh there's not a wide passage for people to come in right. and out of the area of the upper right. pool. And so it was like, okay, I'll wait for you and now okay, you can pass. Now. One person yeah. goes,
1: one person leaves, right. one person it's goes, like one a person club, leaves, you know, somebody yeah. goes
0: out and now we can let a few people in. Exactly, cuz we go to clubs all the time. You know mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um and there were a ton of people up there at the top of Emerald Pools. The top of
0: Emerald Pools was packed it was crazy it was a much wider sort of area than we had experienced in the in the lower pools like as far as the bowl goes but it was also an area where you could actually walk right up to the water of the upper pool whereas like you were kind of cordoned off from the water of the lower pool there because you were walking around it and there was that guardrail around it right um but this you could actually walk up and there were people kind of just like lazing on like the sandy beach. Air there were boats. a lot of people up there. It was, it was crowded. It was crowded and, and it was shady. That was the other thing too. It was shady when was, we arrived. It was shady when we arrived. <laughs> um, no, it was because of the position of where the pools are. We were in the shade, but you could look up the waterfall that was coming into the upper pools was being illuminated by light. So we were just kind of in that bowl where... We were in shadow for most of the time. It was really, really peaceful up there. And it was despite the fact that there were so many people. There was a really, really cute guy up at the top of Upper Pools, Mm -hmm. right? But wasn't
1: he like on the trail with us sort of the whole time? He was. And he was like kind of huffing and puffing, if I remember correctly. I think so. But I just remember it was like, he's so cute. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh my God, talk to him. And You were like, I'm not going to talk to him. You talk to him. And I was like... No, you talked to, like we were totally like eleven-year-old girls mm-hmm. or boys. We in that totally moment. are, <laughs> right? And so we're at the upper pools, and then he's there too. Mm-hmm. Now you're about taking photos, right? Like with your camera, mm-hmm. and then he came up and talked to me, right? And I honestly was like, "Nah, yeah, frozen." I, I don't have words. Like he was yeah. like this kind of strikingly gorgeous, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, we're just, we're here, we're hiking, <laughs> going really well. <laughs> how's your day? Smooth, as so always. So smooth. So smooth. I mean, I think somewhere in that, I was like, well, how's your hiking bag treating you? I mean, like, I was mm-hmm. a mess yeah. in this conversation. Would you
0: excuse me? My shoe, I cut my foot earlier, <laughs> and my shoe is filling my up with blood. My shoe is filling
1: up with blood. <laughs> But yeah, he was kind of a complainer, right? And I, I quickly realized that um the reason he had like chatted me up was just so that he could have a landing spot for his complaining. Mm. And I, and it soon was like, yeah, like I mean, this was hard. I mean, I'm liking it. And I was like, oh, oh, you have a lot. You have a lot. You're dealing with.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a and lot of processing. And here. A lot of
1: processing here. So I'm just going to let you speak, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm going to just and and i'm going to leave it there. Yeah. He did ask how many days we would be there. Mm-hmm. And i was like, oh yeah, today is our last day. And i think i mentioned He was leaving too though. That he yeah, he yeah. was leaving too. I was like, we might drop by the brewery, but he i don't he he didn't really respond to that. Yeah. But up at the upper falls, it was murky water. There was nothing sort of like crystal clear or beautiful about the water per se, but it was like like a pool of water that mm-hmm. had, you know, collected because of a because of a waterfall.
0: Right. And I think, too, you know, aside from Weeping Rock, which was the other water feature that we would seen, I feel like this was a pretty good indicator of, like, water features in the park or, like, if you couldn't access the Narrows, which we couldn't, which nobody else really could have um, at that point when we were there. So I think that's probably why it was getting a lot of attention. This is one of the trails though in the park where they've said, just because we mentioned this in Angels Landing, where there actually are a lot of unfortunate deaths that happen at Emerald Pools, it's I would a, imagine supposedly it's the deadliest trail in the park.
1: While Emerald Pools has a very, very clear path, there are so many like areas of Emerald Pools that feel like they're accessible. Mm-hmm. And I would not advise going on anything that is not. The trail because i feel like the trail is you know the thing that will help you stay safe yeah and with that let's take
0: a break great
1: let's play commission an album great. so mike in this game i'm going to give you either um an artist or a piece of literature mm-hmm. and you have to commission some kind of album and you have to name the other one. So an, an album inspired by the piece of literature. So I'm going to give you a musician. Great. The artist I'm giving you is Carol King.
0: I definitely just brain shared with you because I was like, he's going to say Carol King. Um, so what book do I want Carol King to write an album for? I feel like I want her to do a Steinbeck um, book. So I'm going to say... Um, East of Eden. Oh, very interesting. way as well. Yeah, that? I just feel like she's got that folksy kind of attitude. I feel like it would be a really interesting take on that story, which is so rich and vivid. And I feel like she could really lend her artistic perspective in a very interesting way to that story. Oh, very nice. I would totally listen to an album of Carole King songs
1: inspired by East of Eden. Okay. Great.
0: So I'm going to give you a book, and Great. I'd like you to um, give me the artist. that Go for be. it. And this is a book that you said you read, and you took forever to read, and I lent it to you. And it's Ready Player One. <sighs>
1: Ooh, Ready Player One. Okay.
0: Mm. Um. Well, immediately something
1: that comes to mind is that in electronica, mm-hmm. but also 80s mm-hmm. Prince. Oh, I would resurrect yeah. Prince Great. to do it. a Ready Player One album. Yeah, because I, think that I would be feel fun. like he. He's just weird enough. Mm. He's weird enough and like strange bird enough. And mm. then I think he would have some, maybe some guest artists come in and collaborate okay. on things like Robin. Oh, Robin would be a nice mm-hmm. choice. I'm thinking like 80s though because yeah. it's so set in the 80s. Right. Well, I love Robin. Robin's like technically 90s. Robin right, came right, out in right, the right, late right, 90s. Right, but right. The, um, other 80s artists that I think I'd love to hear him collaborate with on that might be Whitney Houston. From the dead. Meatloaf. But yeah, I think it would need this sort of like killer electronica um, epicness to mm-hmm. it. And I think he could mm-hmm. he could do that. I think Starship would also be a part mm-hmm. of that collaboration. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Helmed by Prince. Helmed by Prince. We conclude that we are done with sitting up top at the upper pools
0: yeah i feel like we didn't spend a crazy amount of time up we there. didn't we definitely... took photos and i talked to that hot guy that was <laughs> really about it so you know that's our time that's our time folks um but yeah then we ended up having to deal with our exit strategy because again and
1: it took a while it took a little we while to, to just get, get in line and yeah. wait yeah and it was
0: and it was fine
1: it was uh, fine. We got we got out beyond. It was definitely if I remember right like you had to slide on a rock, then jump to another rock and then jump down. Mm-hmm. It was kind of crazy, but we you that was the way you had to get out and right. then you could like circumvent around this giant boulder in order to like head toward the trail that would lead you down. Mhm.
0: So we start heading down. And I actually think it was a little trickier going down just because again, we were working off of A narrower path for most of it. Again, Sandy... We didn't have hiking poles. Surrounded by brambles. We didn't have hiking poles at this point. So there was definitely like a lot of like stop and wait behind people. We were definitely behind like a family of a lot of people. This was
1: when I noticed so many people with infants right there were a lot of people with infants on their backs or mm-hmm. in front of them like carrying them up this trail and it was at my first instinct instinct was like why would someone bring an infant to a national park like this but right. there is this and i've mentioned this before like a whole movement of like get your children when they are infant age out into nature because it like acclimates them it does something different to your body than if you stay indoors the whole time off road in a park then they won't off road in a park and do something horrible to Joshua trees right and I remember seeing like all the various backpack companies that make like backpacks specifically for infants so that you can hike with them little
0: papooses oh yeah it was beautiful because they were also because it was so sunny too they had like those shaded backpacks too so it was like Oh, we can put this like little tent feature up and it's kind of like a stroller. Exactly. Just a vertical stroller. Right. Back stroller. We make our way down. We go past the middle pool, which was the one that was surrounded by the guardrail, and then down to the lower pool, which is where we took all those photos to begin with and made our way back to the trailhead. From here,
1: there were a few more things we wanted to do, Mm -hmm. but we decided because there wasn't like a, like a, Like a proper trail, like the grotto trail. There wasn't like a grotto trail that would connect us from here to the next tram
0: stop. So we did take the tram for one stop. Right. We took the tram um, and we wanted to get on the Paras trail, I believe is how you say it. Part of that was because we wanted to just like be able to see a little bit more of the park that we hadn't gotten to. Exactly. Part of that was fulfilling Dusty's... Different angle. <laughs> part of it was fulfilling Dusty's want to stop at the Human History Museum. Um, because... There was a lot yes. of trade-offs that happened on our trips with one another. Exactly. And not that I don't like a good museum, but I feel like I'm here to see the splendor of the outdoors. I know, you're rolling your eyes right now at I'm me. I'm not rolling my but, eyes. Um, They're fully I in the back of am my head. I also... My thing is...
1: <laughs> I... Um, I appreciate those museums because they are always, I have found in national parks in particular, always well curated. Oh and my God, incredibly And they give so. you the necessary information for like what you are about to see. So that when I walk out of that building, I am way more educated and informed about what I am inside of. So that is really important to me. Mm-hmm. But you often get frustrated with me in museums because I read everything. You do read However, everything. I believe I was better about that today. And we'll get to that when we get inside the museum. Right. So we get on the Perus Trail. Right. We start hiking and it's a little bit through, like, if I remember right, like it's a little through some sort of wildernessy things. And then you end up right next to the river.
0: Yep. And we have to cross, I think we've crossed two bridges, if I believe yes. that happened. Like we and were on the right side of the river crossing to the left and then... Super flat. Yeah. Super it, like exposed. It was sun also beaming right um, down. a recommended biking trail, like biking walking trail. Yeah. And there were trail. maybe
1: some bikers on there.
0: Yeah. We definitely had to step to the side a little bit yeah. here and there. But that was
1: there. We played a lot of games while walking right. on that flat trail. Again,
0: like very exposed to the sun. So it was warm. It was was really warm that day. I think we were just both of us in shorts and a t-shirt by that point. Because we had not run out of water on Angel's
1: Landing, Mm -mm. but we might have refilled at the lodge. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel like we were good on water at that moment in time. But we were walking down this trail right next to the river Super flat, super lovely, very
0: easy. Mm-hmm. And then to go to the museum, we had to kind of go under we, one of the bridges. We did. And we had to do like, like a jug around. Off. Yeah, yeah, it was like a jug handle. And that
1: getting from like there to the museum, that was a little tough because it was pretty uphill. It wasn't very long. No, it wasn't
0: I, long. There were some.
1: But um, I remember it was, it looked like it wouldn't take like too long to get from
0: there to the museum, Mm-mm. but it, it did take took longer longer than yeah. I thought it would. There was like, like definitely some uphill, to cl- like when we were close to the museum, that's where you kind of had a yeah. climb out of, like you were climbing out of like a trench a little bit to yeah. get up to the parking lot of the museum. And there mm-hmm. were some, if I remember... Correctly, there were some boards that we had to cross, like because I think it was so close to the river that area yes. sometimes floods or gets you know so muddy. Boards, so they had yeah. like a board path, like a boardwalk, literally mm-hmm. um, that we were walking across to kind of get up the hill or get close to the hill to then c- climb to the museum. So we get to the museum. I am living
1: my best life. Mm-hmm. So we go inside, and there was an exhibit, but there was also a video. Yes. Now. The video was starting in like 15 minutes and so you were like oh the video was starting in 15 minutes can't you take in this exhibition in that 15 minutes and i was right. like yes i can i can do that right. so i went through and i read everything in 15 minutes and then we get to the video like the video was like a 20 minute video but we didn't stay for the whole time no. Which was making you just like leap all the leaps inside of yes. yourself. I think we stayed for like, like those five ten Lords minutes. Of
0: that was from a past Jeopardy
1: category. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> right? Give me all the trauma when you mentioned this. Right. Um, I couldn't even listen to that song over the holidays because of you. I ruined it for you completely. Right? This video was well produced and it looked beautiful, but it covered. What I in five minutes determined to be all the information that I had just read in the exhibit. Mm-hmm. So it definitely was like if you missed something or if right. you didn't really read what was going on in the exhibit or just looked at the photos, then the video
0: would help to um, make up for that. Right. But the video talked a lot about like the seasons in the park. I remember the mm-hmm. section we sat through, it was like, you know the changing seasons like really affect the ecosystem and what sort of animals are yeah. out it was it was well produced you're very right very well yeah. produced it was definitely like
1: made 15 years ago right. or something like that which you know is if i could just give all of the money right, to right, the right. national park system for their education projects you know i turned to you and i was like it's okay we can go mm-hmm. and um so we got back outside mm-hmm. we knew we were headed to the visitor center from there right because it was only one or two stops tram no, stops we away. got
0: back on the we got back on the trail. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we got us back on the Perest Trail. The oh, yes. That's I'm what sorry, saying, yeah. Our destination Yeah, from goal. the visitor center. I feel like the visitor center was like stop number three or four, something like that. And the visitor center itself, I'm sorry, I feel like the museum was stop number three or four, and the visitor center was like one or two. Is one. Yeah. Is one. So we were just like, let's get back on the Perus Trail. That doesn't
1: necessarily mean just because there are a couple of like numbers away that oh, they are close. Mm-hmm, no, it means. But in this situation, they were.
0: Right. Or close enough that we felt comfortable walking it. So we get back on the Perus Trail. Mm -hmm. And that was when,
1: so it looked very similar most of the time Mm -hmm. to just like walk in next to the river. You're walking next to the river the whole time. And then you cut through the area of Zion which is the campground. Yes, yeah. And that was really fascinating.
0: Yeah, and it was different, I think. Well, that was also the first time, again, we were in a national park together and seeing like a campground set up. But it was nice. There were a lot of RVs. Like mm-hmm. it seemed like that was the more of the RV area that we were in.
1: And um, you were like, oh, um, I said to you, I was like, oh, do you camp? And you're like, yeah, sometimes. And you were like, do you? And I went, uh,
0: no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Yeah, and we've talked about that as... We have. our trip, we maybe have. at it's some just, point, our I journey. Mean, maybe. I'm, I'm not saying I
1: wouldn't do right. it. I'm not opposed to doing right. it. It's just like, you know, not it's what not I your pref- favorite. It's not what I prefer. And that's
0: fine. We all have preference, you know? Preference and I'm allowed spice to. spice of life or something like that. That's right. I already remember there being a lot of dogs too. Yes. Yeah. And, and um, we were me, definitely living our best dog life there. Can I just
1: reveal a secret about myself? What? Um, well, I mean, you could probably reveal this too, but mm-hmm. the... Um, if I see a dog, mm-hmm. I am petting that dog. Oh, yeah. I am that dog's new best friend. Right. That dog is my new best friend. The end. In public, everywhere. I mean, I always ask the owner if I can pet. Right. Well, most of the time. <laughs> or I just engage with the dog. Right. And then if the dog, like, comes to me like, oh, pet me, then I will. Mm-hmm. And then I will look up at the owner and say, like, yeah. I hope it's fine that I'm petting your dog. Um, but I did just pet all of the you dogs.
0: Because there were a few on the trail. That like were passing us, oh, but then there were a so bunch cute. like in the distance in the campground. So it was like you were on high dog alert, and we definitely high launched into alert. like, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a dog? We had like very in depth dog conversations after this, because <laughs> um, about like, what breed of dog, what, our, what, what our kind of breed? Which I mean,
1: I know all breeds of dog are beautiful and wonderful and perfect, and that's that. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah. But eventually we wind, our, we wind ourselves back into like the little Zion village that's... Little Zion village. Little Zion village. Little Zion village, which is like where the visitor centers are, where there are some like retail shops that are like artist driven. There are... The brewery was there. Yes. Like, and we walked right back into that one store.
1: Right. And I bought my Angel's Landing t-shirt. I was very proud to buy that t shirt at that mm-hmm. moment in time. And I was, and then I put it in my bag and I was like, I'm wearing this tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. And then two and a half years later, I'm going to shave my chest and get blood on it. You went it into a just, weird trance you know, and you just said that out loud. It was I know, that's so weird. I sounded it was so like you. so strange. Yeah.
1: Um, I know. So after I did that, we went to the brewery. Yeah.
0: And the brewery was great. We had eaten there after our first day. So uh-huh. after we had done Hidden Canyon and the archaeology trail. And I think there. we had the same server.
1: And she said, she was like, oh, what'd you do today? And then we listed off all of the things. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, are you kidding? And we're like, no. no and we're doing one more. And let me tell you, <laughs> like, I mean, I have had some, at Angel's Landing, I would consider the second hardest hike I've ever done. Mm-hmm. On this day, like, I didn't feel the pain to anguish I have felt on other difficult hikes. Right. Like, for instance, like, when we finished Mount Leconte, we were exhausted. Mm-hmm. But that one wasn't as hard as Angel's Landing. No. And we did so many more hikes after Angel's Landing. Yeah, I just no. think it was, like, adrenaline. and I think so, too. And also, the sunshine, I think, gave us a lot it of was, energy. It was, you know, so it was a beautiful day. So We sat in the
0: brewery, and we had dinner. And, um, this was like, you know, this is like you're in calorie deficit. So it's like... Full calorie deficit. like, let's get an appetizer. Let's eat nachos. I think let's have a burger. I think we both got an appetizer <laughs> right. so that we could share them. Right. We both got entrees.
1: Yeah. We had a beer. We had a beer and it yeah. was great. And with that, let's take our second break. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome to the stage this family of drag
0: queens. The House House of of Sticks. Sticks. In our last episode, we talked about how how a house is formed. And what a house is like. And that a house is a reference to the 80s ball Ball culture. culture. The -hmm.
1: underground ball culture Mm -hmm. of the um, LGBTQ community in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Specifically in New York, though, there did occur in other cities, Mm -hmm. too. So the House of Sticks. And this is sticks spelled S-T-Y-X. Which is a reference to the... Mythological river, river sticks. River Styx, who, Styx, is who
0: is our drag mother, the mother. Yes. Okay. River. Styx. Who is River? Styx? Uh, who is River Sticks? She's God. a warrior. She is a warrior. I feel like she is like eighties hair metal. Like one hundred percent. Like listening to like all of like Def Leppard. Definitely. Um Everything like, like all of definitely that sort, sort of, of like. like Um, belongs
1: in the world of Gem and the Holograms. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, has really intense eye makeup, lots of, like, glitter and Mm -hmm. sequins and, um, and giant, like, neon hair. Oh, yeah? Like electric blue? Like electric blue. Yeah. But then she has, it's juxtaposed by very, like, flowing fabrics, like, um, ethereal fabrics. Mm, So,
0: like, a little bit of, um, bonnie tyler and total eclipse of the heart a little
1: i was also thinking a little bit like um Zool and oh. um ghostbusters uh-huh, too uh-huh, yeah. yeah a, a little, little bit like her
0: yeah i feel like she also is like just like she's she's got like bracelets and things all up oh, and down her gold arms. yeah and
1: multicolored multicolored and bangles all yeah. these things she's sort of like if a Greek goddess went 80s hair metal mm. is the yeah, 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 yeah. Sticks.
0: Kind of a little gypsy-ish too. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then her first daughter is Pixie Sticks. Pixie Sticks. Who is Pixie Sticks? Pixie Sticks is follows in her mother's fun hair color. Um, especially if we're gonna reference Absolutely. Uh, um what Pixie Sticks are. Yes. So I feel like she has like a shocking pink. Totally. Hair. I think in general though there's something a little
1: softer about Pixie sticks mm, than okay. river sticks. River is severe and yeah. angular. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Pixie is pixie like is a little soft softer and fluffier, and, if mm-hmm. you will. I imagine Pixie like a fairy. Yeah,
0: totally. Little, not, like, not all fairies are soft. Right. Little elfish kind of features. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like also Pixie was born mythologically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was born, how was she born? From the toenail clippings of her father, Zeus. Yes, Thrown exactly. into the river Styx. Thrown into the river sticks. There we go.
1: And that is how her mother created her. Yeah,
0: just like born... Born of the tail, toenail. Exactly. <laughs> I also. She has wings.
1: I she think does. Pixie have wings. sticks has yeah. wings. There's something creature-esque about her. So since mm. she was literally born from like the bottom of a mm-hmm. river, there's something creature-esque about mm. her.
0: So is she a little like mermaidish kind of? A little mermaidish. Oh, some scales here and there. Some scales. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Um, like not fully human okay but she's like a water fairy pixie or something like that water fairy pixie i like this new mythological class of
0: creatures exactly there we go
1: and then finally her last her the second daughter of the house of sticks is swizzle Swizzle sticks s-w-z-l s-w-z-l yep yeah like a rapper yeah i feel like swizzle sticks would be a rapper i think so too yeah and um I think her origin story is that she was also born of the river, mm. but she um, ran away from home. Mm. And she became her own person. Okay. But now they're this triple act.
0: Oh, a triple act, eh? hmm A triple act. Triple act. Say it again.
1: Triple act.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does Swizzle stokes look like? She's
1: beaded. Like, okay. In the world of like a... In a reference to a swizzle stick, she has like um, painted and colored glass all over her. Okay, like I feel like she's very like medallion ish, mm. like all all over her uh, her wardrobe.
0: So like, instead of Pixie's having bangles, she's got just chains and things like hanging from her she's neck. She's got um, like she's ornamented. Okay, she's adorned with ornaments
1: okay. all over her, and the ornaments are like. Glass um, beads. I just, mm. and in different shapes, they're mm. everywhere. I feel like that each sort of one of her looks is inspired by a different sort of like glass bead shape. Mm. Okay. Right. And then for her hair, like I feel like her hair is
0: pulled back but it is kept in place by two swizzle sticks, like intersected. <laughs> okay. Um, what color is her hair? A specific color? Are we sticking oh, with it can, vibrant you know, it or changes. it just changes? Changes yeah. that. She's when a chameleon drag queen. Got it. Chameleon yeah. queen.
1: Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She can fit into many genres. Great. Right. What song do they perform to in their triple act? <laughs> so I think it's come sail away by the band sticks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's really fun. Yeah. But I think they've probably they probably do like a live
0: girl band version of it that is sung live. And maybe Swizzle provides some rap over. Absolutely. Completely. I love it. The family sticks. River Sticks. Pixie Sticks. And Swizzle Sticks.
1: Oh my god, do you know what I just remembered? What? that that hot guy from the upper part of Emerald Pools was in the brewery when we were eating.
0: That's right. We were at the table and we turned and he was at the bar. And I feel like he was like really chatty with the bartender about like what he was doing and where he was going. But I'm pretty sure he was leaving that night. He was like very, very loud about his plans. He was like... Yeah, I'm just here for like the day, and then I'm like zipping off to. I guess he was driving back to all Vegas. of this talking made yeah. him increasingly more unattractive. Right, will say. Right, it was like kind of we saw him from a distance, and we we did we enjoyed what we saw, and his his talking just ruined it. He's like a Monet, <laughs> and then right. you get all up close, yeah. and it's such a mess. Yeah, <laughs> that reference to clueless. Yeah.
1: Um. So from here we we're going to do one more trail. We were spending the night again in hurricane, mm-hmm. but we weren't going to have another morning no. or date, any more daytime in Zion. I think we
0: like kind of like did talk about when we were planning, we're like, Oh, well, you know, we maybe could do like a little bit of time in, in Zion in the morning and then drive to Bryce. But then we agreed that we wanted to be in Bryce as we early wanted to as be possible. In Bryce as early yeah. as possible. Yeah. So, um,
1: 'Cause we were only gonna have one day in the right. yeah that So was we were like, like no, we're yeah. gonna we'll leave it there. Yeah. We decided to do one more trail before we lost the rest of the light mm-hmm. in the evening. Right. And that trail was The Watchman. The Watchman trail. Mm-hmm. Which was inspired by the graphic novel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. So mm-hmm. um Professor this Manhattan was, was there. He was. Rorschach, everybody. Everybody was there. Yeah. We leave the brewery mm-hmm. and we kind of have to go past the archaeology trail. Yep. And then this was literally right by the entrance, the mm-hmm. watchman mm-hmm. trailhead. It wasn't a very long trail. I think it was like a point seven mile trail one way. And it was a there and back. It's like a U shaped trail. Like but you're going up Yeah, you wind up. You wind up the U shape and then you and go around yeah. and then you end up on this like beautiful, gorgeous, like, um, overlook of like the the Zion Valley, valley below. from like the opposite end. Right. Whereas angels landing was on the other end. This is on the opposite. This end. This
0: was also very different from any of the other trails, which I feel like there was a lot of lush vegetation and the whole way up it felt it was desolate. Desolate it and desert. Like, oh, we yes. are really in the desert. Like we came around that U bank and we were headed up. Actually, I feel like it was a pretty like I feel like we U banked and then we kinda like switched back a little bit up. We did a little yeah, switch like backs. once we got past the U bank. But there was like this rock chair. And do you remember this in the middle I of do. the path? I and do. like we were with some other hikers and they were like they took a seat and took a bunch of photos. I don't think that we did, but no. um But yeah, I just remember again, feeling the sun and like it was later and it was still really, really warm, like on our way up because we were in direct sun this whole time up. But yeah, so we we wind up through the trail. Um, We do some of the switchbacky things. And we end up getting to this like really beautiful overlook. And you can see the Watchmen, which is a mountain part of the canyon in the distance, which was it was great to be able to get up to that point and see another perspective of the valley. Yes. And I remember there was a there was a family over to the
1: left and like one of the guys.
0: Oh, I think it was like people on a date. They were on a date. It wasn't a family. It was like it it was was a double date. It was the double date. It seemed like one couple was like oh, we're, we've been together for a long time. And this other was like, hey, we're going to set up our two friends that we know and yes. they should get to know each other. But one of them was wearing a shirt from Brown. Okay. And I
1: was like, oh, I have friends from Brown. And I and they ended up asking... I think they asked me to take a photo of them because you were off taking photos. Right. Just and so I did. Alone. And I was like, are you... I was like, oh yeah, when did you graduate from Brown? And they were like, oh, like last year. I was like, oh, then you definitely don't right, know my right, friends right, right, who right, right, right. graduated my year from when when they
0: graduated Brown. Right. But this guy was he was like really funky. Like in what he was saying, he was like the whole concept of beauty and love is like oh because like mm-hmm. you want to like be able to crawl inside something and like I right? was dying. This is like a vivid we were overhearing memory. This
1: conversation, like,
0: and he was like.
1: He was uh, breaking things down, like in like a, but like, what is it really even to like think or ponder beauty? Like, like, what does that serve you? It was deep philosophy, like here on the trail. And I was like, what? I was like, can't you just enjoy this? Yeah, can't you just enjoy (laughs) this, girl? Like, look where
0: you are. Right. Right. Let's stop. Yeah. 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 Just but, receive, but just receive, just be open to it. But no, it was, it was besides our deep philosophy conversation. It was so beautiful up there. There was a lot it of like was. There were flowers and things and trees in bloom up there. Um, it was a little bit more vegetated once we got up to that, like flatter overlook part of the top. And, we actually were pretty high up, if I remember correctly. We like, were. We were pretty high up. That was up. a pretty steep ascent from what from the valley yeah. floor up to that point. It didn't take very long, and it, it wasn't very long. hard,
1: and it was lovely. Right. And um, I remember when we were sitting there, you went, I have a concern. And I was like, what? And you were like, I don't know that any of the other places we're going to no. see on this trip— are even going to pale in comparison right. to this. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't know if they did. Before we play Jeopardy, let's put all of these trails on the Karen Stone scale.
0: Right, our Karen Stone scale first came about in one of our earlier episodes. Um, and she is a queen that we have talked about. And she is the way in which we rate our different trail hikes. Our
1: strenuous hikes. Mm-hmm. Because strenuous is used all over the place and to loosely. mean different things all over the national parks. Right. So our Karen Stone scale of anguish and pain. <laughs> yes,
0: anguish and all pain. All right, so let's start with Hidden Canyon. I'm going to give it a six. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because I feel like it was very fun. I feel like it was not all that difficult as far as treachery, like as scrambly or anything like that, um, and it gave us such a like interesting view of the whole park without it being a lot of work to do it. Exactly, I would say the hardest
1: part of that was like the switchbacks at the top, mm-hmm. though. Like that was also my first time doing switchbacks, so that was my. That's my memory of it.
0: There was a little bit of difficulty. I feel like when we were in the canyon because there were some parts sure, where it was like, but you weren't
1: ascending a ton of incline.
0: Oh no! In the canyon, you were pretty flat, but you yeah. definitely had to like things were pinched into the walls. Oh so yeah, you, there, to was around, some like, there was get around like there were some over under things you had to do, which were a little tricky. Okay angels Great. landing angels landing i'm gonna say is more like an eight for me i'm not even gonna put it up to 10 i think you know which height there's I would only, put a ten. there's only been yeah. one 10 and
1: that so far and, and that has been yosemite, yosemite falls. falls yeah um i'm gonna give this a nine for me okay borderline a nine and a half okay uh the th- i will say as far as like physical anguish like this one didn't cause me as much physical anguish. But mental anguish. But the mental anguish right. that the chains cost me was And the fall. I think that and was and falling down yeah. was really, really treacherous yeah. for my mind. Yeah. So Angels Landing gets a nine and a half from okay. me and an eight from you. Okay, great. Okay, great. 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 Um the grotto trail.
0: Two, one, maybe two. a one, two yeah, or a one. It was again. It's it was. It served a purpose. Walk. It was great. Yeah, I'll bump it down to a one. Great. The lower Emerald Pools. Um, I'm gonna say like around a five. I didn't think it was that strenuous. I just think a lot of the issues we ran into is that it was crowded. I think we could crowded. have probably have done it quicker, and it wouldn't have been as much of an issue but it was Easter Sunday and it was crowded. Yeah. Um, and it was, I'm going to give it a five as okay. well for yeah. that exact same reason. And the same thing, I feel like with the upper pools, there was a little bit more of an ascent, but same thing. It was just a crowd factor for me. So what are you giving the upper five, pools? Five, a five, five. as I'm well. I'm going to give the upper pools a seven. Okay.
1: Because um, the, the incline was definitely steeper mm-hmm. and it was more constant and um, coming down felt a little more treacherous. So that's why it gets a
0: seven from okay. me.
1: The Peres
0: Trail. I'm going to say two. A two. Because there was there were some points where we were getting on and off. And sure. Also, if you were walking it in, in the summer, I'm sure it would be like all um, of the heat. Let's talk about doing anything in that canyon in the summer. Uh-huh. It's got to be it's hotter hot hot in the, the canyon, canyon than, than it on is on the rim. rim. Um, so yeah, I feel like that would be a little treachery there. Right. But again, a nice way to see different parts of zion that we didn't get a chance to see right because um, you were kind of in a different part there
1: and then finally the watchman
0: the watchman um i'm gonna i'll give it a six i feel like part of that though is i think we were really feeling our tireds at that point we were because this was and, the day we hiked was this our 17 mile day this or was the 17 mile yeah,
1: day yeah so the thing about The Watchmen was that we thought The Watchmen, I remember we thought it was going to be very similar to like an archaeology trail. Right. And then as we were on it, we're like, no, I think no. we're going up there. And we were like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah but then it ended up not being as hard as we thought No, it was all. still it looked a little harder yeah. than it actually felt yes it was so, this was
0: also it was really wide like the trail itself was very wide going up so it allowed you to kind of meander to the side and not be so confined i feel like and it was pretty like flat even though it was inclined it wasn't yeah, like craggy at all right not at all yeah. it was super flat yeah.
1: which is why i'm actually gonna give it a five okay great so six from you five from me yeah Great. great. We're going to start with my category. Great. Um, this is called National Park Tea. Oh, okay, yes. great. So this I hope is it's some Oolong. National Park Gossip. Okay. All of the clues are written like a Southern lady gossiping. Great. I love and it. you have to guess the answers. Wonderful. Are you ready for some National Park Tea? I am. Because as Truvi says in Steel Magnolias, If you don't have anything nice to say, come sit by me. The $100 clue. Oh my God, Janice, you won't believe this. According to Kiowa Native American legend, this Utah National Monument was created when seven young girls, while being chased by bears, jumped onto a small rock and prayed for help, causing that rock to grow straight up into the air and lifting them to safety. And the deep gorges in the rock face are said to have been from the bears trying to claw their way up to get them. Oh.
0: Is it the Devil's Tower monument? What is the Devil's what is Tower? The Devil's that Tower is correct. Monument? Yep. The two hundred dollar clue.
1: Great. Janice, do you know what I heard that this very much isolated national park is known for its coral reef and tropical rainforest and is the only national park located south of the equator?
0: Is it the U.S. Virgin Islands National Park?
1: Incorrect. It's the National Park of the American Samoa.
0: Oh, okay. Great.
1: $300
0: clip. Coral reefs? I didn't know that.
1: Janice, you know, I love my presidential history. <laughs> and did you know that of all the 417 national park sites, Teddy Roosevelt and this other president are tied for having the most sites named after them with four each? Who is Abraham Lincoln? Correct. Well done. $400 clue. Great. You know, I heard that. The Kalaupapa National Historic Park in Hawaii was first established in 1866 as a colony for people suffering from this disease that everybody thought was contagious but actually was later discovered is really not.
0: What is leprosy? That is correct. Also known as? Oh, shoot. What is it called? Hansen's disease. Hansen's disease. I know this
1: because I literally co-wrote a play about Hansen's disease. You did. And, um, right. Mm -hmm. So it was... There was a very famous, um, there's an old word called leper colony that people don't use that anymore because that's actually like a deeply offensive word to Mm -hmm. someone who had leprosy or what they call now Hansen's disease, which they actually also discovered is not contagious. Moving on, $500 clue. Great. Now Janice, listen to this. I do love a swamp, especially all those critters that live in there. But you know what I heard? is that Everglades National Park is the only place in the entire world where the American varieties of these two often confused reptiles can coexist. What are crocodiles and alligators? That is correct. What is the American alligator and American crocodile?
0: Wonderful. Beautiful. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. It was a lovely category. Thank now you. Now on to my slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, my category is called the Great NACL Lake. Um, so in this category... I will be replacing the great salt, salt lake, lake, the great NACL lake with a chemical compound. And you will need to name that chemical compounds. Great. Great. You mean the common word, the for common the chemical word compound. for the chemical compound. Got yep. it. I'm Got ready. it. All right. You could gather this chemical compound from the great CO2 lake and do a number of things with it, including adding fizz to your soft drinks and helping to extinguish fires. What is carbon dioxide? That is correct. Correct. For the $200 clue. Moms and dads across the country would journey to the great H2O2 lake to gather this compound, which would help to disinfect a cut or scrape their child got. While the lake is crystal clear and calm, when its compound comes in contact with an open wound, it would fizz what is peroxide what is hydrogen peroxide hydrogen peroxide great um the great NACL lake for 300 willy wonka was most likely inspired by the great c6 h12 o6 lake when building his factory diabetics would probably shy away from this lake because it would be full of this compound
1: um what is um sugar
0: what is is table sugar glucose glucose? okay great great perfect Great NaCl Lake for 400. You could take a mop and bucket to the Great NH3 Lake and gather this streak free cleaning compound that often has a harsh smell to it. Maybe add a little lemon? What is ammonia? That's correct. And our final clue. Ready. The notorious serial killer H.H. Holmes from Chicago most likely made many trips to the Great CHCl3 Lake to recover this compound. By dipping a rag in its waters, he would be able to render his victims unconscious and murder away. What is chloroform? That's correct. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Look at you knowing your chemistry. Listen, um,
1: I don't know if you know this about me. Had I not gone to school for theater, Mm -hmm. I would have gone to school for chemistry. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, why did you go to school for theater and not chemistry? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was called. I was called. You were called. To the vocation. You had a calling from God. Um, but no, I adore chemistry. Yeah, and I liked chemistry a lot And in let school. me tell you something. My chemistry teacher in high school... Every single Monday, we had a test on the polyatomic ions, and we had to memorize them, and a mm-hmm. lot of the ones you said were polyatomic
0: ions. Well, look at that. I just learned something there. There you go. Polyatomic
1: ions. That means that um, uh, they are the exceptions to the rule. They're a little complicated.
0: Why you gotta go and make <laughs> things so complicated? It's chemistry. That's what does That's it. right. <laughs> This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast.
1: And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Follow us on Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. You can also email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. That's Gaze, G A Z E. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan.
0: This episode was edited by Justin Ballard. The theme song and original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman with Marielle Klinger. All original artwork featured on Instagram
1: is by Michael Ryan. We would also like to acknowledge that while hiking in the Zion National Park, that we were on the traditional lands of the Southern Paiute people. Please stay tuned to our next episode, where we venture into Congaree National Park. Preference <laughs> is the
0: spice of life. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know what, no. where you came up. I'm with not. That I'm not even drunk right now. No, you're not. <laughs> no, it's the middle of the it's day. The middle of the day. I mean, things to for cut some out. people that's like not. <laughs> but what? Yeah, here, here we're we are. just like all over the place right now.